Coming up on this episode of The Extra Mile. The future of transportation in Mississippi is bright, and I just appreciate the leadership of MDOT helping us uh, go down that road, no pun intended. Hey everyone, I'm Marshall Ramsey. I spent a lot of time driving along Mississippi's highways, and I know firsthand the importance of safe driving. So put down your phone, ditch the distractions, and pay attention to the roads. It's that simple. Drive smart for roadside workers, for your family, and for yourself. That's nearly $2 billion, and that's money that's going to be spent on improving safety, enhancing mobility, and improving economic growth and development in the state of Mississippi. Yeah, and with this historic funding from the legislature, new construction will be popping up all over Mississippi. MDOT presents the Extra Mile Podcast. Men and women of the Department of Transportation are up to the task and up to make sure that we deliver a product that the taxpayers uh, can be proud of. So I'm ready for us to go to work. Welcome in to another edition of the Extra Mile Podcast presented by the Mississippi Department of Transportation. I'm MDOT Deputy Director of Public Affairs, Paul Catool. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Will Kraft. He is the Director of Public Affairs at MDOT. And we're back. If you if you check behind us, if you're watching the show, we are back at the Neshoba County Fair for the second year in the row. And for the second year in the row, we also have two guests. Uh, we have State Representative Scott Bounds joining the show. And then, of course, we've got State Senator Jennifer Branning, some hometown folks with us today. Right. First up on the show is Representative Bounds. He uh, represents Leak in Neshoba Counties. That's uh, District 44, elected in 2004. And uh, most relevant today, he's the president and program director of the Neshoba County Fair Association. Representative Bounds, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for making a day happen. Man, Paul, good to have y'all here, Will. Glad to be here again. That's right. You know, Monday of the Neshoba County Fair. A little bit low-key today. Had a busy sure. weekend, but we got a busy finish to the rest of the week. Well, I love Love how you say it's low-key and I mean there are there you know hundreds of people I would say you know spread out behind us back here at least a hundred doing all the different things we got kids running around playing games if you hear some of that traffic on our mics that's what's going on around here but uh, like you said it is so big weekend had a big weekend yeah we had had a very good weekend Uh, had rain on uh, of course had rain on Saturday and uh, but that didn't seem to dampen the spirits of the opening weekend of the fair I say two things about the fair to people all the time Number one, I always expect the unexpected down here. Sure. And then number two, it is what it is. If it rains, it rains. If it's dusty, it's dusty. If it's hot, it's hot. That's right. We're still yeah. going to have a good time. we got horse racing going on. Big crowd at the horse races this afternoon. Second day of the horse race is going on right now. But, yeah, we had a, we had a good weekend, Paul. Had a good weekend, Will. Awesome. And, uh, and um, looking, looking finished strong. We're, we're very pleased with our attendance number so far. Awesome. Good deal. Well, then you Still. just talked about the week and kick us on into the week. What's uh, So today is kind of low-key right now, like you said, but there's things going on. Yeah, there's things going on, horse racing. And then, of course, we have the Miss Neshoba County Fair That's pageant right. tonight. Nice. And uh, my wife actually is that pageant director. Oh, wow. And uh, she's been doing this about, been doing that about five years. And, um, she enjoys doing that, and that's a big thing here. Absolutely. You know, for somebody to be selected Mr. Shelby County Fair and all the community events to go around and represent the fair and different things, things like that. Of course, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, we'll start our political speaking right. now on Tuesday morning in an election year like this year. We have um, our local candidates that will be speaking. Okay. These candidates that are running for circuit clerk and chantry clerk and things like that, okay? But then we move into the 
statewide and district races on Wednesday and Thursday. And of course, the, the, the one that the race that everybody is really paying a lot of attention to right now is between uh, the Lieutenant Governor Deborah Hoseman and uh, State Senator Chris McDaniel. They right. both speak on Wednesday morning, so we're anticipating big crowds for that. Uh, of course, then the governor will speak on Thursday. Gubernatorial candidates will speak on Thursday. As will Philip Gunn will deliver his last address as the House Speaker from the pavilion on Thursday also. So two big days coming up, really Wednesday and Thursday, and then we'll close out on on Friday with the championship horse races and um, our nightly entertainment on Friday night. So. We're, we're rocking along. We always say if we can make it through the weekend, we got it by the tail in a downhill drive. <laughs> any, uh, any of those uh, nighttime entertainments that you're looking the most forward to? You know, I'm probably looking more forward to, uh, let me just give you a quick rundown who we got. Uh, tomorrow night we have Jackson Dean, who is a really up and coming right now. Jamison Rogers on Wednesday night, Nico Moon on Thursday night, and Russell Dickerson on Friday night. Uh, I'm probably looking forward to um, Jameson Rogers. Uh, he's a Batesville boy. He's from Batesville. Right. I understand he played baseball at Northwest and went to Southern. And uh, he is really, he's really hot right now as far as uh, being an artist and, and up and coming. So looking for a real good show out of him. We feel like we'll have a very good turnout for him on Wednesday night. And, so. and hoping to, you know, here again that the weather holds, at least the rain. You know, we can always put up with the dust better than we can the rain. <laughs> But here it is. It is what it is, and we'll deal with it. Sounds good. To, sounds good to us. We love some good music uh, right. in MDOT Public Affairs, no doubt. <laughs> so you mentioned it. Big political year. Lots of speeches. So you're going to be speaking yourself, correct? I am. What um what you kind of got? If you maybe give us a little preview. You don't have to say everything you're gonna that's you're right. gonna be giving out, but any pre kind of any kind of preview for us. Well, you know, I, I know that everybody that's going. I, I speak on Thursday morning at eight. 40, I think. I'm the sacrificial lamb. <laughs> I, I told him I'd go first, you know. Well, I told my committee I'd go first. and uh, But, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I am know that everybody that's going to be here Tuesday that are statewide and on Thursday, they're going to talk about accomplishments that they've had in the last four years, you know. Uh, they're going to talk about this previous session, the just completed 2023 session. I'm going to focus more on my 20 years of what I've done locally here, what I've been able to accomplish locally. I'm very blessed that the people have uh, granted me the opportunity to serve five terms in the Mississippi legislature. And, uh, but I want them to know that, uh, you know, what I've done. I don't want them to forget the successes that we've had in 20 years. So I'm going to focus more on what we've been able to accomplish locally in my speech on Thursday. Uh, I've got some ideas in my head. It's just, when I, I sat down last week, one afternoon at my desk and, you know, I was going to, start just putting some things down and I just I, I, I thought back through the 20 years that the things yeah. that we have been able to accomplish uh, and and especially under under the leadership of Speaker Gunn in the last 12 years but but just things that I, I've been very blessed to be a part of here locally uh, here in Philadelphia and Shelby County portion of Lee County that I represent and uh, so I'm gonna focus on that. That's what my talk is gonna be about because I know everybody else is gonna talk about everything else. <laughs> so, you know, I, I want my people, I want my constituents to know that uh, that I still want to work for them. I still have guys. I still have as much passion 
today for that job as I did the first day that I walked in the chamber. And I want to continue to work, and I'm going to ask, I'm going, I'm going to ask the people of House District 44 to send me back again. If the, uh, if the passion is uh, in any way indicative, you know, a passion you have here for Neshoba and the fair and the, the county and all the people around here is in any way indicative of your legislative service, <laughs> I think that it resonates very well there. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. The, the, the fair is a labor of love more than anything. <laughs> it's, this is a non-paid position, and I will tell you that it's a um, very time-consuming sure. position. It's a very time-consuming position. There's a lot of work that goes into putting the fair together. And we don't want a pat on the back. We don't want an attaboy. Uh, we're just going to continue to work hard and put it on. I didn't think we were going to have a fair this year if you'd asked me mid-June with the <laughs> amount of rain that we'd had down here. It has been a lot of rain. And, uh, you know, but, no, we, 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 have a, we have a great grounds team, a great staff that's stepped up and got the grounds back into shape. We got in a six, and if I can go here just a minute, we got in a six-day period down here between June the 14th and June the 20th just under 18 inches of rain here on the ground. Wow. We had two events where cabins flooded on the uh, northwest side of the, uh, uh, I mean the southwest side of the racetrack over there. Uh, my cabin being one, it flooded on Thursday morning, June the 15th. I came out on Saturday, June the 17th, and muddied it out, and it flooded again on June the 18th. Oh, my gosh. So Eight-inch rain, six-inch rain both times in a short period. But anyway, we're past all that, and uh, we're past all that. Somebody stopped me this morning and said, y'all ordered up good weather. I said, yeah, but we paid for it in June. So <laughs> just now getting delivered. That's exactly right. <laughs> just, there you go. Just now getting delivered. But, uh, but no, the, uh, I love the fair, and, and, and what I'm able to do in my public service arena also, I just, uh, I'm very blessed and very fortunate that the people allow me to do that. That's awesome. All right, so we want to kind of look back at the 2023 legislative session. I know there was a lot of accomplishments. Uh, kind of any that stick out in your mind, and then if you kind of want to look ahead to, to next session. I know we've got a little bit of time, but I'm sure it's on your mind. What, what do you, what's on your mind with all of that? Well, I, I will tell you uh, what we did for MDOT back in the 2023 session. We gave you all the funding that we gave you all, but gave you the flexibility to choose projects across the state that have been on the drawing board for a long time. I know there are some high capacity projects. There are some projects that needed to be done for safety reasons, things like that. But given y'all, given the executive division, the ability to be able to choose those projects and, and, and spend that money to the best way that they can instead of us pork barreling projects or picking projects that, that, are, that, are, that can wait, okay? Now, um, I, I say all that to say, Brad White and his team, the executive team, you guys, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all need the flexibility to be able to do that. And giving you the flexibility in that appropriation, I think, was, was a big thing. Talking about things going into the future. Obviously, uh, you know, things that are really, I think, that are important to me. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Republican, so I think that uh, I think our taxpayers need more money back in their pockets. So I'm, I'm for the income tax elimination. Um, it's proven in states that have done that, that, uh, that, that their growth is unprecedented. And even when we phased out the 3% uh, uh, bracket, I think in 2016, when we started that phase out, that's when we began to have uh, unprecedented growth, and we're still experiencing it right now. Whether you attribute the extra tax dollars 
to goods, cost of goods and services being higher or what, if you look at the volume of things that are being done, it, 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 it works. If people are putting more money into their pocket, they're going to spend that money. And that collection's even right now, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we ended, we ended fiscal year 23 uh, on June 30th, some $700 million above our revenue estimate. That's crazy. And... Uh, Every month, I think we had maybe May was maybe May didn't meet the revenue estimate, but beyond that, 11 months out of the year yeah. was over and above our revenue estimate. Wow. And um, even though we had conservative estimates, uh, we still had money. We still had money in the treasury to pay the bills and to do the state's business, but we're not going to spend more than we ever take in. And so we we we've been we've been blessed, but. I want to. I want us to continue to work with MDOT. I want us to. Uh, one thing that's real uh, important to me is broadband. Uh, me being chairman of the House Public Utilities Committee, uh, we're fixing to have uh, uh, some a lot of money come down through some of the federal dollars. And uh, Sally Doty and her team at the Beam Office are diligently working to compile applications and to develop the process for that. Uh, it's time with this pot of money for us to move broadband out to the unserved and unserved areas of the state. So I will continue to work on that also. Uh, I'm looking forward and hope I have the opportunity to um, go back and um, looking forward to it. Like I said earlier, uh, what I do in my public service area, I still have as much passion for it today as I did today. I walked in that chamber. That's awesome. I absolutely believe it. Uh, taking things a little more fun, less, less uh, important maybe, if you will. Uh, summer fun, summer travel is kind of a, a big piece for us that we talk about getting out on the Mississippi highways and checking out the state. What about back in the district or back at home? What kind of you got some fun stuff going on, I'm sure, right? Other than you know what you're well, <laughs> wrapped up with right now. Well, uh, I don't know if anybody's familiar with it or, or knows about it, but uh, probably one of the well, the biggest thing we've got going on in Philadelphia right now is obviously the Marty Stewart Congress of Country oh, Music. Oh yes, love it. And. Um, the legislature has saw the worth of that project and uh, has appropriate, appropriated money where we, where we have renovated a downtown, old downtown theater. It's a very quaint setting, about 500 seats. Oh, wow. But it's got state-of-the-art <coughs> state sound in it. And um, through Marty's connections in Nashville, Marty being a Philadelphia boy, uh, through his connections in Nashville, uh, they are putting together, he and the Congress team, putting together an outstanding lineup of people for fundraiser for the Congress because okay. it's a three-phase project. We've got the theater done, which will be a community asset, but we want to do the we want to do the education component of it, and then we want to see the, the uh, museum done. Marty has the most extensive collection of country music memorabilia in the world. I believe it. That's and awesome. it's housed here in Philadelphia in a warehouse right now, but we want to get it out there. We want, keep, we want people to see it, and we know that when we're able to build that, it's like the Field of Dreams, people will come. Oh, yeah. People will come. And uh, so we're working real hard on that. The state has been through, um, through the last 10 years, the state's been very good to us uh, to allow us to, you know, get a little money here, a little money there to get the project started. Uh, but it, once we are able to get that thing to fruition, uh, I think we're going to see, I think people are going to be real pleased with the finished product. Good stuff. So just a couple more things real quick. We'll make them fun. So when you're at, when you're getting outside the district of Mississippi during summer travel, where do you like to go? Uh, where's the, where's the hot spot? No, if, it's too, if it's too good, you don't want to give it away. Sure, sure. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, we always, everybody goes to Orange Beach. I, mean, I like the beach. I'm not a mountain guy. Okay. okay? okay. I'm, I'm not a mountain guy. And, and, and I'm not a... Uh, 
I, I'm a I'm a beach guy. That's fair. You know, and uh, weekends on the summer we spend a lot of time on uh, the Tom Bigby River over in in, in Alabama, oh, yeah. and uh, I, I don't get to. I don't get to the beaches as much as I would like to. I mean, once the summer gets Amen. here, I'm so so constant consumed with the fire out here and everything. But uh, I'm just I'm not a mountain guy. So a beach anywhere where there's any sand, you know, yeah, I, I can understand absolutely. Shout out to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. That's, That's right. right. There yeah. we go. Yeah, life is a beach. <laughs> it is. It is. And look, maybe the toughest question for you, but kind of the last one to wrap things up here. We normally talk about food, and we, and we still love food. Don't nobody has any concerns. We have a not diminished our love of eating around here, but could you pick maybe a favorite concert that you have been here at the fair in the you know, however many years it's been? <laughs> if you had to pick one, you uh, don't have to pick one. Now, okay, um, so I've been on the board 28 years. And, uh, lots of concerts. So, so, yeah, lots of concerts, uh, at least four or five a year for 28 yeah. years. So I'm, I'm well over 100 concerts that I've seen and have seen a lot of guys that we thought would be superstars that didn't pan out to nothing we've seen guys that we didn't think would pan out to be anything that a superstar now, that would probably be a cool list yeah yeah, yeah it would i could i could really start there but i will tell you probably the one and i'm an old rock and roll guy okay okay i'm an old rock and roll guy in 2000 we had 38 special here oh yes. whoa okay we had 38 special here and we contract for like an hour and 20 minute show something like that the Van Zant boys, they played almost two hours and didn't want to quit when they had to quit. And it rained that night, and we, but everybody just got into it. They played all of their hits. Just the, and you're going, ooh, 38 Special. I can't believe you like 38 Special. It was it was the bomb. Oh, I bet. It was the bomb. I mean, you know. that's an experience that you'll never forget. I'm, oh, I know. oh, yeah, but I, I've, I've seen good ones. Uh, we've been very fortunate. Just quick stories, you know. We, we usually start trying to look at entertainment in September of October for the next fair, sure. okay? And we'll book somebody that we'll get them at a reasonable price and say we're, we're taking a chance on them. And by the time the fair gets here, they've blown up and just out of mm -hmm. sight. And we, But that happens a lot. It happens a lot down here. And uh, we, I could, the Luke Bryans, the Jason Aldings, the Jake Owens, those people that we got on the way up, you know, that have been here to the Shelby County Fair. It's just it's really been for 28 years. It's been interesting to be a part of. It. I'm sure it was a, it's just as memorable for them as it probably is for us. <laughs> yeah, you know they always get off the bus. They pull in down there and they get off the bus and they say, "I've never seen anything like this in my life." <laughs> I've al I always see a post about the chair race. Yeah, know, folks yeah, racing out there to get yeah, seats. I always I see one of those. Love it. They love it though. Yeah, they yeah. do. And let me say, that's not a sanctioned fair event. So. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Full disclosure right here. Yeah, it's hey, not well. a sanctioned fair event. Well, this is awesome. We, uh, everyone certainly appreciates your hard work on the Neshoba County Fair. Uh, Representative Bounds, thank you so much yes. for, for joining us and stopping by, yeah. making this happen. Hey, man, Paul, thank you. Will, thank you. Let's yes, do sir. it again next year. That's right. We'll all put right. it on the calendar. Thank you, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Thank you all. Appreciate your man. Hurricane season is here, and MDOT wants to help you get out of harm's way. Visit GoMDOT.com slash hurricanes to download free resources. Find your nearest hurricane evacuation route by downloading MDOT's Hurricane Evacuation Guide, which maps out more than 20 different hurricane evacuation routes. Need help packing your go bag? MDOT's Hurricane Emergency Checklist offers a full list of items to include. Don't wait for a storm to threaten. Prepare today. All right, welcome back to the show. We just heard from State Representative Scott Bounds, and the second part of the show is up next. 
We, of course, have State Senator Jennifer Branding, a repeat guest on the show, repeat, repeat, repeat guest. Uh, she assumed office in 2016, represents District 18, which is Leak, Winston, and, of course, Neshoba counties. And uh, she uh, is the chair of the Senate Highways and Transportation Committee, very relevant to MDOT. Thank you for joining us again. Last time, I think we uh, I was hit by a, almost hit by a Frisbee when you uh, when we interviewed you. I don't yep. know if you remember that. That was it. Drew's <laughs> going to edit that into the show this time, of course. Just Good. Kidding. It would not be the fair if there weren't things flying around. This is true. Love it, love it. Well, anyway, thank you so much for stopping by. I know it's a busy time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for the invitation. I've been looking forward to it. And we are awesome. uh, we we're just as busy as as I think I mentioned uh, on our last little segment there just as busy this time around you got kids running around everywhere out here uh, oh yeah it's been a big weekend for sure I was here with my family and uh, my new great niece who is just about four months old it's her first fair and so nice. we were able to spend a lot of time her name is Everly and so she's a oh, fair baby so we've oh, had yeah. a lot of fun with her yeah Everly the fair baby Everly congrats you're gonna go down in podcast history we'll, there you go. We'll shout out to Everly yep. that's right uh, well, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, so you folks all family all here still today, even uh, hanging out? We had a group that left this morning going back to the Arkansas area, okay. but we still have a good group there at Cabin 106. And on my way in, I just waved. I said, guys, I'll be back later to see you and visit with you. I have something I have to do. So they're waiting on me to come back. Oh, nice. Everly is waiting on Aunt Jen to come That's hold right. her. So We will do our best not to hold you too yeah. long. What's uh, so this, like you just mentioned this weekend's already started. What you got coming up the rest of this week that you're looking forward to? Well, obviously the political speaking will be Wednesday and Thursday. Looking forward to that. Great lineup on both days. So I will be here uh, from the beginning to the end, both on Wednesday and Thursday. Looking forward to it. Big jam-packed days for yes. sure. What about any of the uh, the entertainment? You, you got a, a show that you're looking forward to? Well, you know, we have some great, a great lineup this year, and I hear that they're all just going to be fantastic. But I'll be honest with you, probably my favorite by way of entertainment is always the pageant. Okay. I love, you know, just watching the pageant, and I think the reason that I gravitate uh, toward that is I was in the pageant that's a right. few that's years right. yeah. ago. We won't talk about how many. <laughs> uh, made the top ten. I, I did not win, but it was such a great experience for young ladies. It was such a confidence builder, and I learned so much through that program. And actually, Representative Bounds' wife, Jennifer Bounds, does a great job directing that program. So we'll see. A lot of lovely ladies there uh, tonight. So I'm looking forward to being able to catch a little bit of that. The uh, the Bounds family are glutton for punishment when it comes to work and the heat times. They, yes. They, they're, they're doing a little bit of everything around here. They're very, very active in the community. We're blessed to have them. That's right. Putting in that work. So listen, it didn't see, it seems kind of like yesterday, but the 2023 session wrapped up. You know, y'all put in a ton of work. We and did. Can you highlight some of this stuff for us? Maybe some MDOT stuff. I know you did a lot for us, but also some other other accomplishments. Sure. You know, this past legislative session, we put an unprecedented unprecedented amount of money, uh, state dollars, into the MDOT budget for capacity projects. We were just thrilled that we were able to do that. You know, my colleagues, I worked very hard to convince them that we needed to do it and do it in a certain way. We worked with Director White, who was just fabulous at coming over and explaining to us what not only what the needs are, but how we need to get from A to B. What is the, I guess, the most fiscally responsible way that, that we do that? And we did that through through way of the three-year plan, making sure that when we were putting the funding forward, it went toward the plan. And I don't know that I've ever seen the legislature work so well with MDOT 
in pushing our state forward as far as all the infrastructure needs that we have. And so I'm just thrilled at the additional state dollars that we're able to plug in. And look, we're seeing the results of that. And I realize it will be a little while before we see some of the capacity work go forward. But I just, I know just in Neshoba County, we have the four lane of Highway 19 that had already started, you know, phase one. We were able to bring home the, the money for phase two. And so that project will just, will keep on going. And we are so excited. We're one of the few areas in this part of the state without four-lane access so that is huge for, for many reasons so i think we had a great session that's awesome and we're really going to be seeing orange cones all around the state right we kind of yes. touched all the areas absolutely and we're already seeing that on some of the repaving projects locally i know that we we highway 21 was was done a couple of years ago that leads you right here to the neshoba county fairgrounds but then there's a couple of projects going forward in the district in the upcoming months highway 16 is one highway 15 so not only in my area but all over the state and that's from as you know the lottery proceeds that's put forward to help us with the the repavement so i we're listen the future of transportation in mississippi is bright and i just appreciate the leadership of mdot helping us uh go down that road no pun intended back from uh, the live honking that you guys all got to hear that was the ice truck coming around we thought we'd give it a break and come back in so we can get some clear sound going but senator uh thank you so much for answer talking about this past year's legislation what about a sneak peek a teaser for next year anything on the agenda already no it's a little ahead but well i'm looking at ways and i believe that i had stated this last year uh, i've been looking at ways for a good while now to find an additional revenue stream for continued capacity projects or, and or maintenance and just road needs in general. I mean, we, we've had a good couple of years of surplus, but, but I realize that may not always be the case. So I'm looking for long-term solutions for our infrastructure, for not only capacity, but continue to maintain what we have. So I know that's a lot, but it requires a lot of research and talk and meeting with my colleagues and different things. So yes, that is an ongoing uh, project that I'm looking at. All right, so we've been on the road this summer talking summer travel. So tell, tell us why people would want to go to your district and come and check it out. What kind of summer fun's happening in your in your area? Oh, we have a lot of things going on. Obviously, the Neshoba County Fair, when you can look around and see how many people visit us on an annual basis. It's just unbelievable, the numbers. And I assume that you probably went into that with Representative Bounds. But it's, it's mind-blowing the number of people that come here over time. But then we have Geyser Falls. That, that's part of uh, the Pearl River Resort, which is a water park. A lot of people come over from the Jackson area and all over to bring their kids over to the water park. We have the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, which is just world class. And I know that my boys try to spend time there as often as they can. They love to play golf and it's just a beautiful place, a beautiful course. And then we have the Marty Stewart Museum that's in the works, but the first phase of that is the Ellis Theater. Okay, and we're beginning to have live performances there, and it is just state-of-the-art. People are traveling from all over to see that. And, of course, shopping and restaurants. The um, historic Williams Brothers store. You can go in and have fresh bacon sliced off and buy hoop cheese and also buy shoes and right. shirts and groceries and all kind of things. And it's, so if you've never been there, Paul, you need to make sure that while you're in Neshoba County, go there and see it. I think we specifically talked about going to get some hoop cheese. You Definitely. need to do that. I like cheese. Yes. Coming to Shelby County. Lots going on. Lots a lot going on. going on here. And Representative Bounds mentioned the uh, the 
Marty Stewart uh, Museum as well. I know that you, know, you guys are super looking forward to that. That is going to be a great project. Geyser Falls, though, I did kind of forget about Geyser Falls. Yeah, yeah. me too. That place is a lot of fun. It is is tremendous. Um, I, I'm sure it's still going wide open. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun when I was younger. I have not been in a while, though. So still, well, it's time. I, it's time. We can hook you up with some tickets. Let's go. Well, you know, it's it. not hot outside, so. <laughs> right? All right, right. And continuing kind of on that summer travel beat. So, Senator, anytime uh, you kind of get outside the district, do you have a favorite spot you guys like to go to? It could be in Mississippi. It could be outside of Mississippi. you have a kind of a, a getaway? Well, we travel as often as my schedule will allow us to. But this, this uh, year, when we got out of session, we took a trip that was sort of a once-in-a-lifetime trip for two or three different reasons. Uh, number one, we had a child that graduated from high school, and we had a child that graduated from college. Double congrats. And tomorrow, my husband and I celebrate 25 years of marriage. All right. And so we took an Alaskan cruise in May, and I'm telling you, we absolutely had the best time ever. It was just wonderful. It was freezing cold when we got there. Because it? it was, yeah, it was, but I'm telling you, it was just, uh, it words don't describe it it was wonderful had a great time with my family but you know on a normal year i'll call it a normal year look we like to travel to the mississippi coast we our state has so many wonderful things to offer um, from the north to the south and so we try our best anytime we can to make sure that when we are spending time outside of the district with family we do it within the state as often as possible and we like seafood that's right mary mahoney's in biloxi is just uh one of one of my go-tos it's hard to beat yeah is really good. I've been there many times. Yeah, it's hard to beat. No doubt. So we got, yeah, great, great food, good music, everything, everything's going on. Will, do you want to close us out with that that music element? I will be glad to. So this one might be a little tough. We, we got a great answer from Representative Bounds. Uh, but do you have a favorite concert maybe that you've been to here at the fair? You know, when I was a little girl, my mom used to bring me down to the pavilion, which is, which is over to my left as we're doing the interview. And I don't know what night it was of the fair that particular year, but there was a band playing by the name of Class Reunion. And I just love the sound of that band. Of course, I like music. In my family, my husband, my children, they're all musicians, and so I pay attention to that. But Class Reunion was playing. Well, the bass player in Class Reunion is now an attorney friend of mine by the name of Mark Speed from Meridian. And the bass that he used to play and travel with, and by the way, I believe the band still, they still play together some. They've been together a long time. They do, they, they, they're just great. But we were able to purchase that bass and some other music equipment from Mark as he was trying to downscale his studio. And so now my children have the bass, and that's what they used to play oh, that's cool. um, in their studio at home as they're learning. So I think probably um, the most meaningful answer that yeah. I can give you is the class reunion band you from, have live, from several years ago. Live equipment from that, you know. We do. That's great. We do indeed. That's a lot of cool. memories here, yeah. That is cool. Class reunion and 38 special. Got to got to check both of those bands out for real. We're gonna have to start asking like maybe a, what's your best piece of memorabilia that you have from something because that's gonna be hard to top. I feel like an actual gig used. She got it live front, you know, the stage used equipment. That's pretty neat. That's right. And about 20 years after the fact too. Yeah. It's impressive. Love it. That's oh. a that's a great story right there for sure. Senator Branning, thank you so much for joining us, making time for us again. We want to thank you for everything you do for the state, everything you do for uh, transportation. Thank you for having me. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Awesome, awesome. So we'll go ahead and wrap things there. 
Thank you to our listeners, our viewers, for tuning in to the Extra Mile podcast. You can watch and listen to episodes by visiting goemdot.com forward slash the extra mile. Be sure to follow us on social media at Mississippi DOT is the handle there. Thank you to Drew Hall, our editor, our producer, for, uh, for making the trek and making everything go behind the scenes. And remember to drive smart out there on Mississippi highways. Thank you.